Welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and thank you for joining me again on uh, Central Kentucky Christian Radio, WJMM 99.1 FM on your radio dial. Um, yesterday's message summarized the One Another series and the previous two series, Names of God and Identity in Christ, hopefully helping us as people of Christ to understand how God in His Word gave us all and exactly what we need to fulfill all of his word wrapped up in his two greatest commands, love him and love people. And if you missed any of those or would like to share them, you can listen or watch them at any time. And the, the, today and the previous two days, go to wjmm.com, wjmm.com. Click on the podcast tab over near the right and then the Love and Lordship links for those three. If you want to do all of them or many others, you can find the videos, the podcasts, and Scripture-linked articles. The articles with all the Scriptures in them linked at loveandlordship.com. Loveandlordship.com. I want to thank for those who have done that and who have uh, jumped out. We're up, to, I forget how many now, it's up in the thousands of downloaded videos. And uh, I hope that you're sharing them. My prayer is that more and more people can come to know Christ as Savior and walk with Him as Lord. And God has given us a very clear outline and priority in the way we are to do that. If you have questions or comments or just want to engage, uh, even disagree, contact me at loveandlordship, A-N-D in the middle, loveandlordship at gmail.com. Love to hear from you and love to connect back and forth. Thanks for those who have done that and encouraged me and challenged me. And I appreciate all of it. So thanks again. The Authority of Love has been on the air now for over a year, and we're working in our second year as we worked our way through the aforementioned series with the goal and prayer of living out God's commands and loving Him and others. Thanks so much to our listeners for your encouragement, for those who've stepped up to support the Love and Lordship ministry, from which this radio program and the book it's named after, The Authority of Love, second edition, comes from. Along this line of thinking, I was so encouraged by one lady's support and note, I'd like to share it more than anything to encourage you as listeners to consider what you're hearing in line with God's word and regardless of your age, to take seriously how we are teaching his word and walking in line with his truth and love as Christ's disciples. Greg, I was listening to your program as I was driving the other day and when it was over, the Holy Spirit led me to feed into your love and lordship ministry. I hear some really good things, good, all capitalized in quotes, she said, good things on your program and wish I had heard them when I was younger, but they still minister to me in love. And then she signed her name. I wept as I read it because it was so encouraging, but even more so because my prayer has always been long before we were on the radio for 25 and 30 years, that the Holy Spirit would open people's eyes, ears, minds, and hearts to what we are saying. And just as importantly, to that churches would hear what's being said and, and, and realize that a lot of things are being left out in our churches. I pray that you will continue to listen and encourage others so that together, we know what it means to live in the authority of God's love and walk as Christ's disciples and do what he called us to do. Make more disciples for Christ. Allow me to 
introduce our new listeners and reintroduce our regular listeners where the Lord has led me in this ministry and answer this question, why love and lordship? 1 Peter 3.15 says this, and for a long time, this ministry was called IP315, not some great internet protocol number or anything, but literally 1 Peter, I is Roman numeral 1, Peter 3.15, IP315. Peter says there, but set apart Christ as Lord in your hearts, being ready always for a defense to everyone asking you for a reason for the hope that lies within you, and do so with gentleness and respect. A young, recently married gentleman walked into my office and sat down with a thud. I'd been sharing a series on marriage in our adult Bible fellowship years ago, and he asked if he could come and meet with me so we could talk further. He arrived on time, and after the usual pleasantries, I asked him what was going on. He proceeded to tell me all that had happened since he got married and how his wife was just nagging him to death. He was no longer able to do any of the things he'd done as a single man. Imagine that. <laughs> no more hours at the bars with the guys. No more tennis with his friends. No more spending all his time at the office. No more this, no more that. He couldn't even keep track of all the no mores. He was incredulous as what his marriage and life had become. He wanted it to work, but she wasn't the same person he dated, fallen in love with, and married. What could he do to make this work? Better yet, how could he get his wife to see that if he could just be the same guy as he was when he was single, everything would be fine? I heard his wife's side of the story from time to time in our class. Divorce was inevitable and soon became a reality. Neither was willing to give up themselves for the sake of their spouse nor their marriage. Marriage and life for both of them was all about self and that never works. And unfortunately, that's how most people, even our churches, are entering into marriage still today. This was nearly 30 years ago. According to God's word and Christ's example, love, agape, which prefers God above all else, and sacrificial, selfless, unconditional, self-giving love, has to begin with dying to self and living for Christ and then others. Find that in Matthew 16, 24 and 26 and in Luke 9, 23. He literally says, you can't do this unless you die to yourself. And we do it, love, without expectation of anything in return. Now that's so foreign and so hard for us to even think about, much less accept in today's culture, even in our church cultures. It's extremely hard in our culture and impossible in the fallen nature of man, but we are commanded to do it every day as we just learned in our One Another series. However, the difficulties rooted in our sinfulness never changes his truth, and it is all is what all loving relationships, and especially marriage, must be based on. Real love for God and all others begins with dying to self and living for him. How are you doing when it comes to loving as Christ did in, his, in, in, in your marriage and family and in all your relationships? If Christ is not Lord of your life, you'll end up loving, and if you're listening, I'm doing air quotes around the word loving, you'll end up loving according to your flesh, and that's always a dead end, and it's not really love at all. I'd like to say 
that the situation of this couple was not the norm, but unfortunately over the last 30 plus years of teaching, mentoring, and talking with men and couples, it is all too common. It hasn't always ended in divorce, but I can say that unless at least one of them, and hopefully both, learned to die to self, even when they stayed in the marriage, it was tolerable at best and miserable at worst. At least one of them has to die to self. If they both do, they're going to have a beautiful marriage. Does this sound familiar to you? It doesn't have to. There's hope. Here's what I've found over the past three decades. The problems aren't in the conflicts or their resolution, lack of communication, finances, in-laws, your past, even your sex life. These are all just symptoms. We can work through all the issues if we're willing to address and deal with the one problem that lies much deeper. Love and worship matters and makes all the difference. It's not just the name of this message and ministry. It's what we are called to do in Christ. Peter said in 1 Peter 3.15, as we read earlier, until we begin in our personal lives, in our homes, and then in our churches to make his word the authority in our life, relationships, marriage, and families, we're not going to find it anywhere else. This is the only way to turn away from and negate the relativistic, quote, air quotes, love again, in quotes, of the culture and find the only true love in his lordship, which is unfortunately seldom talked about and or largely ignored and certainly not held up in loving accountability. Christ is not only the Savior of the world, He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the authority because He is the author. Isn't it incredible that the Creator and author of all that exists, including our lives, holds everything together, would come to earth in the flesh and offer Himself as the sacrifice so we could be in a relationship with Him? However, there is no relationship in Scripture that allows for him to be Savior and not Lord. Food for thought, wrapping up here today. If he's Lord of all that exists and he saved you for a relationship with him, then who's Lord in your relationship? If he's not, then he needs to be. And that's what he's called us to and saved us for. He is patient, loving, and certainly gracious and merciful, giving us time to learn and grow in this incredible relationship with him. He knows our heart and whether we are deceiving ourselves or truly desire him as Lord of every part of our lives. The, the, the vision statement of love and lordship, if you're watching on the video, you can see it right there at the top. Every relationship built on the love and lordship of Jesus Christ, or as we say there, building every relationship on the love and lordship of Jesus Christ. Continue with or join us now for this journey. Contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com, loveandlordship at gmail.com for more info and to find out how you can know Jesus as Savior and Lord, know God's never-failing love, and share it with others. Action items. Number one, spend time with God and His Word, prayer, and listening to Him every day. Begin with the scriptures in this message. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Again, we've said it many times, it's one of his roles and functions as the Holy Spirit in us to teach us. He will. Number three, what in your life reflects who is Lord? I do this in the book, Lord slash Lord, capital L Lord slash lowercase Lord. 
What in your life reflects who is Lord of your life? Do your decisions and actions point to Christ as Lord or to something or someone else as Lord in your life? And fourth one, what do you need to do to set apart Christ as Lord? Begin today to take steps to make this a reality and the priority. That's what Lordship means, the priority in your life. We're going to continue to unpack the authority of love, and I'd love to hear from you if you've read the book or as you listen and share the messages. So join us again tomorrow and invite family, friends, loved ones, and enemies to join us as well. So we all need to hear this message of the gospel of salvation and of Christ as Lord. Check it out at loveandlordship.com. You can see the book there, an icon right there in the middle of the page. You can give. There's a Give tab near the upper right. Click on that. It'll only take you a minute or so, and you can give one time or ongoing. All donations are tax deductible, and I thank you so much to all of you that have done that. Thank you for a wonderful season of that. If you'd like to donate by mail, you can do so at Love and Lordship. Make the checkout to Love and Lordship. Send it to 324 Timothy Drive, 324 Timothy Drive, Nicholasville, Kentucky, 40356. And you can, you can even do it mobile. Cash.app, A-P-P, cash.app, forward slash, dollar sign, Love and Lordship, all together with capital L's in both Love and Lordship. Thank you for that. And if you're praying, thank you for that more than anything. And if you're not feeling led to give to us, keep praying until the Lord shows you who he would guide you to give to. And then be obedient there. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Now stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter coming right up after this program. And at 1245, check out Greg Horn, my good friend Greg Horn, and his program Hope is Here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.